Hey there. This is episode 7 of the Balance 5 podcast. Save for recurring expenses, financial security step 3. Welcome to the Balance 5 podcast, where we talk about balancing intentional debt payoff, saving money, and actually living your life. I'm your host, Raylia, small business owner, wife, girl mom, nonprofit co founder, and money nerd. This is an audio version of the Balanced 5 blog because I know how hard it is to find time to sit down and read literally anything. Instead, you can get quick bits of money knowledge on the go. I want to help you learn to control your money instead of letting your money control you. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back. So this is a podcast about financial security step three, save for monthly and annual expenses. Obviously, you can listen to this whenever, but when you're actually implementing the tactics discussed, you should have already completed step one, which was track your expenses for the last three months, and step two that actually had two parts, save your mini emergency fund and start saving for retirement. So if you haven't already, go back and listen to those podcast episodes or check out the related blog posts for more information. Now you're ready to move on to step three. This episode will give you an overview of the process, but for a deeper dive into the double account method, which is what I'm going to discuss in more detail, you need to check out the Bill Balancing Bootcamp course from Balanced Fi. That will walk you through how to actually implement the strategies we're talking about here and do all of the calculations and give you a lot more detail. Uh, this is a course that goes over the principles and helps you go through all of the calculations step by step. You'll also have access to a community forum so that you can ask questions from me if you run into anything confusing. Um, It's $27 right now in June of 2021. The price could go up later, so I definitely recommend grabbing your enrollment now. And the course is made up of shorter videos, so you don't get too overwhelmed. You get a, let me see, it's almost 30 pages in the guide, you get a workbook that is easier to print off, and you also get a free bonus. So go over and check that out, and I hope to see you enrolled in the course soon. All you need to do is go to balancedfi.com slash bbb for more information. Why should you save for recurring expenses? I recommend saving for recurring expenses to make your finances more streamlined and automated. You'll need a second checking account for this process, but that should be pretty easy to set up with your existing bank. One account is for bills and the other is for everything else, including your income. So uh, for my family, my husband's direct deposit checks just go into our regular checking account and then I do the transfers to the bills account. First, you'll calculate how much of each paycheck you need to set aside for monthly and annual bills. Set up recurring automatic transfers from the everything account to the bills account for the day after each paycheck. 
um, put as many bills as possible on auto pay from the bills account. And then you don't have to worry about due dates or remembering to actually make that payment. So step one in this process is write down your recurring expenses. Use the Save for Recurring Expenses worksheet, which is linked in the show notes, to list the amount of your all your recurring expenses. In the monthly expenses column, list the amounts paid every month. In the annual expenses column, list the amounts that are paid for the year, even if it's billed more often than that, but less than monthly. For example, our auto insurance is billed every six months. We can save $9 a month by paying biannually rather than monthly. So I would record the total amount, which would be the sum of those two payments. That's the annual amount that we pay for auto insurance. If you pay a bill more than once per year, but less than 12 times, so every six months, quarterly, etc., put it in the annual expenses column using the yearly total. Next is step two, do the math. Once you know how much you need each month or each year for those recurring expenses, you do the math to figure out how much to set aside per paycheck. So the blog post for this podcast episode has a handy table to figure out how many paychecks you can expect per year, and it will give you more information on how to find these numbers. Uh, It's just too much to go over in an audio format right now. And of course, if you sign up for the Bill Balancing Bootcamp, you can get a lot more detail with examples and I will talk you through it in the videos too. Basically though, you're going to get an annual amount for all of your bills and then figure out how much you need to withhold from every single paycheck to pay your bills throughout the year. So each paycheck you're going to withhold about half a month's worth of the annual bills total. You'll also figure out how much a month's worth of bills is, which is how much you need to save in a separate checking account. That is how you get a month ahead on your bills. Step three is to evaluate your expenses. While you're making the list of recurring expenses in step one, I want you to really think about whether you need it. KonMari every expense. And while you're at it, go watch Tidying Up with Marie Kondo on Netflix to get into the right mindset. Some questions you can ask yourself are, is it mandatory, like auto insurance? Is it a utility, like water or power? Do you have a similar subscription, like Netflix, Hulu, and Disney Plus? Do you actually use the membership, like that gym membership? Does it really, really bring you joy or improve your life? And can you get a lower rate on it? So get serious about cutting out anything you don't really need or enjoy at this point. This episode is brought to you by the Bill Balancing Bootcamp. Are you ready to find the easiest way to balance your monthly bills and stop waiting for your next paycheck? The Bill Balancing Bootcamp is the course that will help you change your finances in a day. Does this sound familiar? You know you should pay off debt and save each month, but you just don't know where to start. This course walks you through every step needed to balance your monthly bills, get a month ahead on those bills, and simplify your money. 
If you are a busy person with debt or little savings, or if you just want to change your financial future, this is an opportunity that I promise you will not want to miss. When you enroll in the Bill Balancing Bootcamp, you will receive access to over 20 pages of instruction, eight educational videos, six printable worksheets, and a bonus 30-day challenge tracker download. All of that will teach you how to budget for your bills and ease into budgeting for everything else. You'll get a handle on those basic finances. Enroll today by going to balancedfi.com BBB. Step four is to set up your bills account. The easiest way to complete this step is to contact the bank you currently use and have them set up another linked checking account. With some banks, you can even do this yourself online. Of course, you could always use a different bank, but you want to make sure it is easily linked to your main checking account where any direct deposits are made. It's also helpful if the transfers are made quickly, which is a big benefit of using the same bank. And you want to make sure that you can see your new bills account when you log into your regular checking account, so make sure they're linked online too. Step five is to fund your bills account. The goal here is to have a month's worth of bills, so the totals at the bottom of the worksheet, in the account at the beginning of the month, every month. That means you need to find a way to save up that money. In my post, Financial Security Step 2A, Save a Mini Emergency Fund, which is linked in the show notes, I give you ideas for saving thousands of dollars relatively quickly. Some suggestions are saving your tax refund, a work bonus, selling things, reducing retirement contributions to the employer match level. Again, I don't recommend stopping retirement contributions even if you have debt. You could work overtime or pick up additional shifts, get a second job, work a side gig, or just cut obvious expenses like eating out, subscriptions, and gifts. Now, I know that it's not easy to come up with funds like this, but it will relieve so much stress later on. You won't have to worry about paying your bills each month because, one, you've already got this month's bills saved for, and two, you've got a plan to save for next month's bills. It also acts as a little backup in case anything happens financially, um, you know, if you get laid off or just go on a leave of absence or a furlough, you've got at least a month's worth of bills to start with. Transferring that money out of your main account automatically makes it really obvious how much you have left to spend on more optional things. I find it helpful to see that I have, you know, $300 per paycheck to cover groceries, gas, and random spending. And while that does show up in my budgeting app, uh, it's easier for me, at least, to see it in my bank account, you know, in black and white and be like, okay, this is like my limit. I don't have any more money than this. Uh, It's just less clear in the budgeting app. Step six is to use automatic transfers to save for recurring expenses and pay your bills. Now you'll set up automatic transfers from the main checking account to the bills account. Schedule the transfers for a day or two after your paychecks are deposited. 
assuming you can rely on your employer to deposit your paychecks, you know, on time. Finally, you'll set up automatic payments for as many bills as possible using your new bills checking account. With a fully funded bills account, you don't have to worry about juggling the due dates of your cell phone bill and the electric bill. For debts, set the automatic payment to the minimum amount to avoid any issues. And then when you're focusing on that specific debt, you'll go back in and make an additional payment for more. But this way you've got your minimum payments covered at least. Automating this process makes your life easier, trust me. Reducing the time you spend on routine financial things and the stress that goes along with them will help you stay engaged in your finances. When you're not burned out on writing checks for bills every month or scheduling online payments, you can really focus on creating a good budget and spending intentionally in other areas. So I just wanted to touch on the whole getting a month ahead on bills thing again. You need to save up a month's worth of bills before you start spending from the bills account. You'll continue contributing to that account, so you'll always have enough to pay at least a whole month's worth of bills from that account. Um, I have actually personally used the double account method for years, and I haven't had a late payment or an overdraft in just as long. It really works. The double account method also helps you sort of ease into budgeting. Right now, using this method, you're basically just budgeting for your bills. Whatever is left over after the bills are taken care of has to cover food, gas, daycare, etc. Having a smaller number to work with and fewer categories to worry about will make budgeting easier when or if you decide to start trying it out. Of course, I recommend budgeting and following it, but I understand that life happens. Even if you never start budgeting, the double account method will help you get better control over your grocery spending, eating out, etc. Okay, that's it. We're going to go through a quick recap and I will sign off for the day. Basically, setting money aside for monthly and annual bills is the easiest way to make sure that your obligations are met with the least amount of stress. It also helps you have a better idea of how much you have left to spend on discretionary budget practices. So all you have to do is set up two bank accounts, sign up for the bill balancing bootcamp, and you will be able to make these changes in your own life. What should you do next? I'm obviously biased, but I definitely think you should sign up for the bill balancing bootcamp. Less than a half hour total of your time will bring peace to you and your finances. That obviously sounds like a good deal to me. So if you have any questions about the course, feel free to email me at hello at balancedfi.com too. I'm happy to talk about whether the Bill Balancing Bootcamp is a good fit for you or not. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoy the Balance Fi podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left us a review on iTunes or told a friend. As always, you can head to balancedfi.com to connect with me and stay in touch. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter at balancedfi. Until next time, stay intentional and look for balance.